Hello and good day, eh? Welcome to the Super Good Camping Podcast. My name is Pamela. Hi, I'm Tim. And we are from supergoodcamping.com. We are here because we're on a mission to inspire other families to enjoy camping adventures such as we have with our kids. Today, because we are kind of nearing the end of the season, we want to talk a little bit about how to store your camping equipment to keep it um, safe, keep it in good working order, and... Um, and how to keep it working the way you expect it to work because we have oodles of camping equipment, very expensive camping (laughs) equipment in the basement. Uh, What are you talking about? (laughs) We want to keep our investment in good shape. We do. I would say probably the two two biggest, you know what, I'm going to start by saying I we I apologize. We've had we've had a bit of a hiccup lately with being every week between being the three of us being sick and and unfortunately not at the same time it's like one after another uh that messed up uh, a lot of things and then uh, and then once some of us got better we had an opportunity to get the heck out of dodge and go be in a tent and do camping stuff so we took that opportunity and and i i don't feel bad for that at all just saying uh but we're back to it so so for the record we're doing this episode and uh hopefully all the world being uh, true and just this coming Wednesday, we'll start our trip logs for the trips that Thomas and I just finished, and uh, the world goes back to being right, I guess, right? Yes, it just hasn't been right since you haven't been talking. It hasn't, I know. People miss me, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. Okay, so as far as you know, making your equipment last longer and proper storage, they kind of go part and parcel together. Uh, the Probably the most important thing, I think, is proper storage. But with that said, you also need to do some maintenance and upkeep. So we'll talk a, a bit about storage first, and then and then we'll get into the maintenance because it sort of leads its way to that. Although you should do the maintenance first, whatever. Clean and dry. That's your most important thing. Your gear wants to be clean and dry. Um, if you did a fall camping trip, and it, uh, it, invariably the last day is when it rains, or the entire trip sometimes if it's uh, late in the fall. You, you bring it home, you drape it all over your house, apartments, for me, the my boiler room and my workshop, uh, and you dry it out, and you dry it out well. Like, it's don't don't just throw it up overnight and pray that it's dry in the morning. It won't be. Uh, you make sure that it's good and clean. You've swept things out. You know, if you leave a leaf in there that came in with the fall, it's guaranteed to have been damp at the very least. You will have a nice big patch of black mold there in the spring when you open your tent up to use it again which will make you unhappy at the very least and sick and and sick yep you know we do stuff like uh i it, the sleeping bags if if they've gotten you know if thomas and i spent a week in them they want to go in the wash they're being um, nasty <laughs> it's they're not not nasty there, there is some pungency to them. That's all I'll be willing They're to odorous. say. <laughs> odorous. Is that a word? I think so. All right, cool. Once they're all good and dry, pack them away sort of properly. You know, spend some time reading. Reading the, There'll be instructions. Like a sleeping bag has a big, big inst- set of instructions on a tag on the bag itself that the, the sleeping bag goes into read that for about how to make sure that you clean it properly uh pretty sure with down bags well you're going to end up using those in the winter that's my assumption is that's why you have them nonetheless uh they don't i'm pretty sure you're not supposed to to roll them like wicked tight because it actually crushes the down i think you're supposed there's a there's a specific way to roll them 
I don't know. I don't have down bags. Yeah, and, and throw them. So once everything's good, throw them in containers. Uh, we, we use bins that we bought at Canadian Tire. Um, <laughs> so they, you know, snap on lids. It keeps them, it keeps them dry, it keeps them pest free. Mice and spiders and silver fish. Moths. Moths. Moths are bad too. Wow. Thankfully we haven't run into that. That would be, I'd be very unhappy about that. There you go. Put them in containers, label them well, or make them be, you know, pick up clear ones or do those. There's those big plastic vacuum bags. Like you, you, you put them in a, a big bag and then you attach a vacuum and suck it. Um, so all the air comes out and stuff. That would be fantastic too. It's really easy to identify things. Uh, we label, I label the crap out of my stuff. That's what I do. And uh, ideally, you know, store it indoors if you've got the opportunity. Uh, lots of people in apartments don't have that storage opportunity. Although you could you could rent a storage locker, makes your expensive gear slightly more expensive if you look at it that way. Uh, I I have the enviable position of of being a super and i have a workshop with some great shelves that hold a lot of camping gear so there you go lots of shelves with lots of camping gear so we want it to be well well ventilated just because if it's damp and it's not good to air circulation that's where mold likes that kind of environment bacteria like that kind of environment so make sure that it's somewhere that hopefully things get aired out and if you can't like if you're you know if you're if you're talking about a shed or a garage at least get it up off the ground because that's where your, your biggest moisture is going to be that's the coldest space and that's where you're going to get condensation um oh and you can you know those desk can when you buy stuff like it gets shipped to you whatever amazon uh they put those little uh drying packs in the gel packs in. ones that say do not eat that's yeah which don't just saying uh if you you can buy ones like that from, I'm sure all kinds of places. I, I personally have, have purchased them from uh, Lee Valley Tools before, for for tools like in my toolkit. Throw those in there, and then swap. So which leads us to about every two or three months, have a have a look at your stuff. You know, take pop the lid off, make sure that uh, a mouse hasn't made it past your your security defenses and uh, made itself a nice f- uh, fluffy home swap out those gel packs so that uh, so that you don't end up with mold molds molds a big nasty like you're going to end up throwing stuff out you won't be you'll never be able to chase that away just just saying man for your specialty clothes and footwear and things that you outerwear that you attend to wear uh, camping then make sure that that stuff is also kind of kept dry um, we'll take like liners out of boots and put them over the radiator put them over a heater something that don't set them on fire but to uh, <laughs> something to kind of dry them out why do i feel like i'm being picked on here <laughs> somebody has put their boots too close to the fire to at least twice dry them out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, rain gear, obviously, if you've worn it in the rain, it's going to be damp. So we, we want to lay that out somewhere that will get dry as well. Um, we have some fluorescent orange things that Tim wears when they go fall camping so that they don't get shot. But um, they don't wear it day to day. Yeah, so but so I make a point of, of washing it and drying it and making sure that it gets packed away because that's, that's literally the only thing we use it for. So I don't want to be, where is my blaze orange stuff? Uh, not not that when the kids help, I, that doesn't happen anyhow because I have no idea where they've put it. But that's the thought. 
waterproof your stuff if it needs it. So boots might need some waterproofing, rain gear might need some waterproofing. Uh, just do it before you put it all away because that way it's going to be ready to go in next year when you're pulling it out. Yeah, so I have a, a cool new leather, uh, I don't know what the heck you call it, uh, canoe seat pack maybe? Uh, but it's it's a zippered bit of business that straps over my seat and I can keep my, you know, map, compass, multi-tool, a, f- a headlamp. Water bottle. No, I haven't done... No, I'm going to do... Well, I'm going to have a chat with the uh, the fine gentleman, Will, from Bowman Gear about... Because he's got this cool pack that you strap and, and you can put a water bottle and all the things in it. So I'm going to have a lot of things, a lot of accoutrements around me <laughs> when I'm canoeing soon. Um but yeah, you can do all those things. I, I, I want to waterproof it. I'm not positive that it's waterproof, but I would like to waterproof it. I'm sure that I'm, I'm fairly certain it is because it would be kind of silly to make something that goes in a canoe that's not waterproof. But just saying, I'm going to waterproof that this year. Take your backpacks, empty them out. If you've got some snacks still in there, you don't want to leave them in there all winter. Because you know that a kid has left a granola bar in at least one of those pockets. Took two bites out of it and just threw it back in the backpack. And it's growing stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cookware. So before you put it away, I, I'm i sure you tried very, very hard. But when you're on site, I guarantee you, you didn't do as good a job of cleaning your cookware as you will at home. So so give it another round. Give it another scrub. Uh, don't, don't throw it in the dishwasher. Uh, it, some I see that some uh, manufacturers say that it's fine to do that, <clears throat> and that's fine. You know, follow manufacturers' uh, suggestions. Uh, my personal take, uh, discussions with a number of people, is that throwing it in the dishwasher, there's because you have that you know whatever that puck is that you throw in with it, it's a little more abrasive than obviously than you doing it with a with a just a soapy solution in your sink your non-stick stuff will be slightly less non-stick at some point in the future. And batteries, pull batteries out and or charge them if they're rechargeable batteries um, and cycle them through every three months or so you want to be recharging. Yeah, your whether it's your headlamps or... Oh, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a lantern for your site, those batteries are going to start. I do, they do bad things, and they rot out, um, leach. That's it. They start leaching, uh, and it's going to mess up your lamp itself. The the contacts inside of it, bad bad for the environment. Uh, you're going to try to pull it out with your bare hands, which is going to do bad things to your skin. So just pull them out ahead of time before they go for a crap. It's kind of corrosive, so yeah. Very pulling it out with your battery acid. It's not a good idea. It's the the mob guys use that when they can't put the cement <laughs> shoes on you. Yeah. So main, maintaining and upkeeping your equipment just to kind of keep it in top notch working order. Um, something might need uh, waterproofing, like a tent. Uh, so you you camped in it, noticed a bit of a leak somewhere, and before you put it away, and then take it out in the spring and forgot that there was a leak in it waterproof and then find out that there's a leak in it (laughs) yeah so thomas and i uh laying in the tent at some point when we were uh where were we queen elizabeth two wildlands i think um i looked up and i i something didn't look right on one of the seams and i got looking around and and i've got a i've got a i've got a tent that i have to de-tape and re-seam tape this this winter so you know i'm sure i won't get around to christmas um but i'm going to start ordering the kit to re-tape it 
like you know this weekend and uh if your sleeping pad leaks or your air mattress leaks so those two good time to patch them up again before you get forgot that that was the case next year and then take it out and end up lying on the ground in the morning yeah you put it on a list and you flip 14 pages going yeah i'll get to that yeah i'll get to that and then by then you've forgotten so not that i do that um so this weird thing happens gear gets broken it, it happens uh the one i'd never quite understand is gear gets lost nonetheless it does indeed happen so order that stuff order it early especially you know with with supply chains being what they are things don't always necessarily they're not always in stock or you know it's a seasonal deal or or whatever so order it early um from the manufacturer you know or, or wherever mountain equipment atmosphere sale whatever you need to do um yeah and then once you've got your gear all nicely stored, go through it every few months just to see that it remains nicely stored and that something hasn't made a home in there. Um, top up any of the rechargeable batteries every few months. If if it does happen to be damp, then replace the desiccant packs so that it's sucking out some of the moisture. And oil your multi-tool, keep things like that in good working condition. Yep. That's that's about perfect. It, it for me, it's the rechargeable batteries. I mean, I'm I, I'm obviously looking for if somebody beat my security system and has made themselves a nice home. Uh, but the rechargeable batteries, I, I distinctly remember reading at some point that about every three months, you you want to pull them out, just top them up, put them back in. When Tim will do the same with our rechargeable Lucy lights. Yep. Recharge, recycle them, and charge them up every few months. Uh, Zolio, I think as well. You said Zolio. I pull out. I, you know what? I go through our. I, I go through our camera packs. I top all those batteries up. You know, around Christmas again, around March break. All the things I pull out my. So my headlamp uh, is a Phoenix. It's a rechargeable headlamp. I charge it up every. Yeah, probably every few months. Um, I pulled that. I pulled the batteries out of the other ones. Yeah. Cool. There you go. That's it for us for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please do reach out to us. We would love to hear from you. Our email address is hi at supergoodcamping.com. That's hi at supergoodcamping.com. We are on all the social media, so please do reach out to us there as well. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, and we'd love it if you subscribed to our YouTube channel. And if you would like to give us some topic ideas of things you'd like to hear about, we'd be happy to hear from you about that too. Uh, take care and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.